I'm Jane Copier, and you're listening to Happy in the Middle, a podcast for Christian women who want to make the second half of life the best half. This podcast is all about helping women to reignite their spark and step into their divine power in order to create deep and connected relationships and also find that fulfillment and satisfaction they crave. So if you're ready to grow, join me and learn how you too can overcome guilt, resentment, disappointment, and enjoy the fruits of creating a life well lived. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast and day five of our five day challenge. How's it going? Are you starting to feel just a little bit better? I would love to hear from you and how this challenge might be helping you share your wins in our private Facebook group, midlife thrive tribe for women. I'll post a link in the show notes below. Um, today for our day five challenge, we're going to work on feeling more confident by embracing personal growth. Setting new goals and embracing new opportunities during this phase of life will give your brain new focus and ignite a spark that you've been sorely missing. Whether it's a hobby or a new career path, maybe working on your physical or your spiritual health, now is the time to really get laser focused about what you want to create for yourself next. My parents were so influential for me in this department as I was growing up. Every year, my dad would meet with each of us kids to do some goal setting. It was something I both really looked forward to and also hated um, because in order to figure out what we needed to work on, we had to become aware of areas in our lives that were a little deficient. So this was a really painful process for me at times because I was so insecure and I didn't have a lot of confidence. We moved a lot when I was a kid. We moved 16 times by the time I was 16. So I was always the new girl in school, always under scrutiny. I never felt like I measured up. I knew all the things that were wrong with me. I compared myself to other confident girls all the time, and I beat myself up on the regular. So having my dad point out some of my flaws was just incredibly painful. However, He was really wonderful about helping me to craft some goals that would help me combat those flaws and improve myself. He was the first one to introduce me into the self-help space. And I think the very first book he had me read was how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie, which was really helpful for me. He was also the one who pulled me aside when we were moving once again, and I would be starting ninth grade in a new state. And he told me that I could be whoever I decided to be. He expressed to me, look, no one knows you in this new town. If you want to be different than you are now, if you want to be someone who's confident and has a lot of friends, he told me you could just decide to be that girl and show up that way. And I had never considered that I could choose who I wanted to be. Um, and not wait for other people to judge me and then make that determination. That had been my go-to is just show up and then let people be like what people told me I was. And that year was really a game changer for me. I took in what he had to say. I really thought about it and I decided to try it. And I remember that very first day walking into Snowflake High School in Snowflake, Arizona, and genuinely smiling at all of my new classmates. I decided to be that friend that they were looking for. 
I made a sincere effort to learn something new about everyone I met, and I chose to like something about them. My confident, friendly energy was attractive, and I will never forget this guy named Don Romero. I walked into um, one of the hallways of our school and I was searching for a class and I was kind of looking behind the doors for the room numbers. And he noticed me and he, he came up to me and said, Hey, what you looking for? And I told him, I'm looking for Mrs. Cunningham's English class. And he said, Oh, I know right where you got to go. Let me take you to class. And he offered me his arm and he walked me to class. It was such an awesome year. And even though I only spent one year there, I still have really dear friends from that tiny period of my life. But that year, that year really changed everything for me. Um, as I started over once again at Orem High School the next year, I know that without my dad helping me to create some new goals and work on my deficiencies, those areas where I struggled a little bit, I really think my story would be quite different. So what is the one change that you would like to make or one thing that you would like to learn for our challenge today? I want you to decide on one small goal that you would like to achieve and then write down why you want it. Your why is huge. It must be something compelling so that you'll do the work to make it happen. If it's just a wish, like it would be nice to make that happen. It's not something you'll follow through with. It's got to be something your heart really desires. What is it that you want? Have you allowed yourself to consider that at this point in your life? What do I want? How would I like my life to be different? I think sometimes this advice is lost on the youth, right? You can do whatever you decide. You can be whoever you want to be. And sometimes in the life we feel, excuse me, sometimes we feel like maybe it's too late, but I want to tell you that nothing could be farther from the truth. Nothing. You can create whatever you want to. In fact, now is your time to shine. So if you want to lose a little weight, why? Right? If you want to reconnect with your spouse, why? What is your motivation? Why do you want it? How do you think it will make you feel to have it? Everything we do is because of how we think it will make us feel. So how do you want to feel? Get really clear about this. There is something about being a human that makes achieving goals so exciting because of our divine nature, because we are literal spirit children of our heavenly parents. We love progress. It's the way that we become gods. We love growth and evolution. And so if you want to reignite your spark, you've got to have a goal that you're working towards. It's really the key. What is that one thing you would like to have or do or be choose just one thing, that idea, that one thing that really lights you up when you think about the having of it. Okay. Have you got it? Now let's formulate a plan. What is the first step that you need to take towards making it happen? This is our focus for today. What is that one tiny step that will get you moving toward your goal? Do you need to clean out your pantry and get rid of some processed snacks? Do you need to schedule a date night with your husband? Do you need to read a book or sign up for a class? Whatever your goal is, just identify what's that first tiny step that I can take. And then you will identify the next tiny step to take and continue with that process bit by bit piece by piece, you will get it done. 
For so many of us, the idea of a big goal feels really overwhelming. Like if I gave you a huge pie, one of those huge ones that you can get like at Costco, and I told you to eat the whole thing, it would be way too much. You'd say, nope, can't do it, right? Could you eat the whole thing? Actually, yes, but it would be much easier if we had to eat just one bite per day. So instead of looking at the whole pie and saying, oh, I can't, I could never do that. We say, okay, maybe it seems impossible right now, but if we just take a measured approach and if I just eat one bite at a time, I will get it done. Now, remember that anytime we want to make a change, our lower brain is going to resist. It will give you lots of reasons why it would be better to stay where you are, or at least wait until Monday to start. I can't tell you how many times I've started over on a Monday. (laughs) Trust that you are not going to feel like doing it. Plan on it. Your brain is not going to want you to change, but you can decide right now to do it anyway. It's just one of those things where we learn to tell the lower brain, I know it doesn't sound fun. I know we don't want to do it, but guess what? We're going to do it anyway. You take control of your life. So what's the first step? Make it small, do it, and then really celebrate yourself. When we celebrate ourselves, we give ourselves that hit of dopamine that the brain loves, and we teach the brain to want more of that success. So once you've celebrated the completion of your first step, then we're going to ask what's next. And then we identify the next small step. Brooke Snow, who is a fellow life coach, talks about the power of tiny habits and actions. And she came up with the idea of floors and ceilings. And I want to share it with you. The concept is this, as you think about your goal, what is the maximum effort that you could make today to get your goal? That's the ceiling. And then consider what is the minimum effort that would be acceptable that you can do in one to three minutes that if you get in a snag, it will keep you on track, right? So let me give you an example. Let's say you decided you want to get fit. The ceiling of your goal might be like, you might have the best intentions. I'm going to get to the gym 60 minutes a day. I'm going to work out 60 minutes a day. That would be the ceiling, right? In, in the perfect world where all goes well and I can get to the gym every day for 60 minutes, that's my goal. For sure, there will be days where that might not be able to happen. So incorporating a floor or a bare minimum goal of what we can do to keep on track is super helpful. And it might be as simple as a five minute walk or some stretching, but no matter what, no matter what I promise myself, it's an unbreakable commitment that no matter what I will do my bare minimum, I will at least do my floor if I can't hit the ceiling. And most of the days you'll find I'm somewhere in the middle. Maybe I can't make it for a full hour, but maybe I can get a good, uh, you know, a quick run in or something like that, or a half an hour workout. Even if all you ever do is the minimum, you are still going to be exponentially better off at the end of the year than you would have been without it. If you want to improve your relationship with your husband, it could be something as simple as sending a sweet text every day or deciding to give him a daily 10 second hug. Instead of pressuring yourself to read an entire book, maybe you commit to reading one page a day. These small, simplistic steps repeated over time will create a compound 
powerful effect. In Darren Hardy's book, The Compound Effect, he teaches the magic of compounding pennies, and it is the perfect allegory for our efforts toward our goals. I'm, I'll link to his book and to his little YouTube video in my show notes, but he asks the question, if you got to choose, would you take $3 million today or a magic penny that doubled in value every day for 31 days? Well, most people would likely take the $3 million because they don't grasp the power of compounding, but here's where the magic is. Let me break it down for you. If you choose the magic compounding penny, you'd probably feel pretty ridiculous on day five when you have only 16 cents to show for your choice and your friend has 3 million. And then on day 10, you'd probably start to feel even worse as you only have $5 and 12 cents compared to your friend's $3 million. On day 20, you'd still feel awful watching your friend enjoy their millions while your panties had only doubled to $5,243 with only 11 days left. But here's where the magic of compounding comes in. On day 29, your compounding penny becomes 2.7 million. On day 30, 5.4 million. And on day 31, you are looking at an, like an absolute genius as your penny has grown to $10.7 million. This is the key to achieving your dreams. Tiny, consistent steps taken over time create huge results. So choose your goal. Identify your first tiny step and take it. And then keep moving forward each day, no matter what by incorporating your ceiling and your floor. Okay, sis, that is all for today. Go get your goal. And if you want to make this process even more fun, find a friend to do it with. Share this episode with your bestie or someone you love and keep each other accountable. You've got this and I am cheering you on. Have a great day, my friends. Hey, if you are ready to get unstuck and make your midlife amazing, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And I want to invite you to join my Empty Nest Academy, where you will learn how to transform your mind, your relationships, and your life. Come free yourself of regret and disappointment and be so much happier. Listen, sis, we've got one shot at this big, beautiful life. Let's make it amazing. Go to janecopier.com, that's J-A-N-E-C-O-P-I-E-R.com and sign up today. And if you're not sure what's right for you, book a free consultation with me and we'll talk it over together and we'll make sure to get you on the path that serves you the best. See you inside.